Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, two young goalkeepers making their name at Nottingham Forest make their sport HQ debuts. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith, and we are live on FM, DAB, and around the world online. And now, of course, as I keep reminding you, on Instagram, this is the renowned Radio Newark Sport, and these are some of the names making the news. And a big wing for Suggies Gym super heavyweight Mikey Lindsley, down at London's Porchester Hall last Friday. The Grove Squash Club sit top of Division 2 in the Nottinghamshire Squash League after winning all four of their matches in January. In the individual rankings, Chris Gibbons also leads the table. (music) 17 not-fast runners took part in the wonderfully named Rawsby Ripper. A full report from Dave coming up at 7.20. Newark Flow serves League Cup second round tie at... South Normanton was postponed for the fourth time last night. All eyes though now turn to Newark Town's not senior cup tie against Kimberley, with the prospect of a home tie against Notts County for the winners. 7.45 tonight at the Sports Village. If you want to brave the cold, get yourselves down there. And GB triathlete Olivia Mathias is on the Gold Coast of Australia for warm weather training. The only problem? She's arrived at the same time as the rain and the cold. Absolutely pouring down for Olivia. And, and it's a big one as well, um, you know we do the mental health and well-being podcasts with our very own Kevin. Well, this week is a James Brinkat-Smith as his guest. And um, you've heard from what James has got to say when he's been on this show, and uh, they've pinched our James. But uh, as usual, it really does make for entertaining listening. Kevin and James Brinkat-Smith on the Radio Newark podcast. They've pinched him? Pinched him. I bet he took some carrying. I bet he did. He'll be back. He'll be back to. He'll be back to sport. He really will. Um, before we do a couple of the back page headlines, Tony, it was no surprise that you wasn't at South Normanton last night. But you are going there in March, apparently. But there again, you was going there in November, December, January. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time it spits, South Normanton gets called off because it's waterlogged. So um, I, I, I would imagine with the. Uh, We'll, we'll take the next uh, fixture with a pinch of salt as well, really. All eyes, though, are Newark Town and Kimberley tonight because uh, the carrot of a quarter-final tie against Notts County mm. is um, just adds that little bit of something to it. It certainly does. It'll be very interesting to see how tonight goes because in the first game, when uh, the fog descended, Kimberley were winning 3-1. And um, rather than Newark Town showing signs of coming back into it, I think it was damaged... <laughs> Uh, it was it was damage limitation really by the end, um, so uh, hopefully uh, 
Newark Town will have a better uh, fist of it tonight. But the other side to the same coin, the ones that actually did brave the cold and go and watch it, Newark Town was the better team for the first half an hour, and I think then mm. Kimberley sussed him out. And this is something that you learn as you go up that pyramid as well, isn't it? Um, teams have a look at you, work you out, and then adjust accordingly, and that's what Kimberley seemed to do in the first match. So the question tonight is, can Newark do the same to Kimberley? Because these are the Kimberley, the sort of teams that they're going to be playing next season. Yeah, I mean, when we went to Kimberley last season, um, they gave us a very good game. So uh, they're no mugs by any means. England need 44 off 30 balls in the in the circus match at Buffalo Park. You see, it's called Buffalo Park. It, it may as well be a circus. Is, is, is Jason Roy still in? Because um, he was flying. He was actually flying, yes, when I, when, when I was there. Let's have a look at it. Roy was out for 70. Ah. Three sixes and seven fours. It's Morgan and Denley at the moment. Right. Can Should I just ask? No. But you're going to do. Is Mikey the lad we saw at Farndon? Yes. Oh, you know you have your favourites. I, I loved him. Absolutely brilliant bloke. And and in in the five years we've done this, he's the only bloke to swear in an interview, isn't he? You wouldn't like you wouldn't <laughs> like to get knocked over by him, would you? <laughs> you like him to fall on, you know. Shauna Coxley, have you heard of that name? No. No. Well, she has become the first sport climber to be selected for Team GB at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. The 27-year-old is the two-time overall World Cup winner in her favoured bouldering discipline and won two bronze medals in the bouldering and combined events. He's climbing a Hang sport. on, hang on. In the 2019 Climbing World Championships. She has also won five British titles. Sport climbing is one of the five sports to make it to, to make its to Tokyo debut in this year's Olympics. There you go. Now you can ask the question. They'll be having cheerleading next. <laughs> <laughs> it's climbing a sport because you can you can go no, to almost it's a pastime. Yes. I agree with you. <laughs> with cheerleading, darts, snooker <sighs> and Formula One. I agree with you, Tony. All the way on all those. And the other question is who were the last... What's the surname of the last brothers to play for England in a World Cup winning team? Charlton. Yeah. Talking to Charlton, how did they get on last oh, night? Oh, very droll. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got two... We've got two members. I'll set them up. We you have, carry on. We have two members of the Nottingham Forest <laughs> staff here. <laughs> are, they, are they going to criticise their manager for making five changes? I mean, why would you make five changes from a team that's won in another game that you... It's farcical. They beat Leeds. We're probably suffering from shock. I mean, it's only... It's, it's, well, everybody beats Leeds, don't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Quick one. Former world number one Tiger Woods has been approached by the organiser of the Premier League goal for proposed competition to rival the PGA Tour. The Grand Prix-style 18... 18 event world tour will feature the 48 top players and have a 183 million total prize <laughs> money because those lads need the cash money. and of course it's going exactly the same way as everything else has gone isn't it <laughs> money 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 <laughs> and talking of money we've got a couple here that's earning bags of money playing <laughs> playing football for their uh, local local teams i've been practicing this name all week because we don't often have an international superstar in the studio but we've got one and it's asia so asia a very very warm welcome to 
Radio Newark Sport. It's a uh, it's wonderful to have you. We've never had a Canadian in the studio before, so uh, we've got lot lots and lots to ask you. And alongside you, we've got uh, somebody from Southwell. Now let's get this one straight right at the beginning, Philippa. Southwell or Southwell? Southwell. Good girl. <laughs> You're my new favourite. That's it. We we have this debate, and it, it is Southwell, isn't it? You Definitely. you are a Southwell person. Yes, well, they, just outside of that. That'll do. That's near <laughs> enough. Right, there you go. That's the ultimate answer. The girl from Southall calls it Southall. No debate, end of. Can I, can I just uh, put in my five pennies, as I always do when we have this debate? Uh, the Newark advertiser many, many years ago went to uh, Southall and had a Vox Pop where they asked 100 people in Southall Marketplace, is it Southall or Southall? And it was that actually finished 50 50. That yes, was in because Southwell the 50 itself. people from Southwell told you it was Southwell, and the 50 <laughs> visitors told you it was Southwell. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's, um, let's start with the local girl, and she's going to, let's find out a bit about her. Um, she started playing for Southwell City when she was somewhere between six and seven. It's that far away. You can't remember. Yeah, it was uh, started for the under nines. Um, I remember the first training session. There was only actually three of us that turned up, <laughs> um, but we managed to build a squad on from that. Was you in goal from the start then? I was, yeah. So as I said, there was three of us. Obviously, one of one of us had to sort of go in goal. And um, growing up, I always used to play in the garden. So my my brother, my mum, my dad, my other brother would always shoot, take shots at me, and throw me in goal. <laughs> Why on earth would anybody want to be a goalkeeper? I mean, you've got to be. With great respect to both of you, slightly mad. People say that, but we enjoy it. So. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> a little more than slightly, maybe. <laughs> okay, you have to be completely mad to be to be a goalkeeper. Um, we'll dive in and out of other conversations as as we go through because that, that, that's how we do it. When you both play in goal, is it always the defence's fault when something goes wrong? Are you get out there and blame the defence? No, not necessarily. Oh, you should. No, I think team, team effort. You see, you, two, you see the two polite. I, I always remember, I've told this story on countless times, and it's somebody well before your two's time. Um, I went to see Forrest play Cologne in the semi-final of the European Cup, a trophy that they won twice, which is two more times than Leeds ever did. Um, and Peter Shilton, possibly the best goalkeeper this country has ever produced, was in, was in goal. And... Um, Cologne had been 2 0 up. Forrest had gone back to a 3 2 lead, and this chap hit it from miles out. Shilton went down, and it went straight through his legs and into the back of the net. But before anybody could say a word to him, he blamed Kenny Burns and Larry Lloyd for not closing the chap down so he didn't get it, so he didn't get his shot in. And it was the greatest newspaper headline ever because the chap that come, the, the chap that scored for Cologne was Japanese. It was Forrest sunk by Jap sub, you know, which is <laughs> I just think is br- is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So there you go. You've got to blame the defence. Don't take the blame yourself, ladies. Get out there and blame them. Somewhere along the line, they've not got the header. They've not closed the player down, or they've not got the tackling. It's their fault, whichever True. way you look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're a team bit of goalkeeper coaching for you there. <laughs> right. Um, you have to say that Schultz was a very brave lad picking on Larry Lloyd and Kenny Burns, wasn't he? <laughs> well, exactly, yes. Um, back um, back to Philippa. Um, playing for the county. Yes, yeah, so I was quite young at that stage. I was uh, under 10s. 
Um, but we did, you know, we travelled quite far around the country on a coach. Went to West Midlands. We, it was it was looking at programmes of the other players that were playing. You know, there was some from like Man Man City. There was all sorts of from that count from that region um, players from pretty high high squads. And at the time, obviously, it was sort of my name next to Southwell. So it was a great experience for the year that we did it. It's great fun playing for the county, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was really good. It is good fun, and it's a it's a special day out. Yes, definitely. It, it really is. Um, when you got to fifteen. Um, you went to Forest on a four-week trial. Tell us all about that. So uh, I remember the day we got a, an email um, asking me if to go for the four-week trial. And uh, when I arrived, it was a, it was a good day. And the, they asked me to start on the Sunday, on that week. And we were playing against Aston Villa, uh, which was a pretty tough game. Uh, it was probably the biggest defeat all season, but they were kind of expecting it as Aston Villa had been been building their team for a good five years um but they were impressed from that one and after the four-week trial i made it into the squad for the under 16s so that was the under 16s and you went on to play for for the under 18s when you're still 16 years old yes yeah, so the the next season we were in, uh, went up to the under 18s which i enjoyed but i wasn't really there for too long because i ended up getting promoted up to the reserves after probably a few months um, which was it was interesting because it was it was going stepping into senior football at that point when I was still still sixteen, um, and I spent most of the season at the reserves and then for the last sort of six weeks of the season I went up to the first. So from in that one season it was a massive step from sort of under 18s to first team football, um, but I felt it did develop. It helped me develop so much being put under the pressure that I was. So. Where are you now? And, and now I'm, I know you play for, for Forest. You, you're obviously the two Forest keepers. So are you on full time with Forest, or is it still a a weekend sort of passion? So it's, it's a part time, part time. We we do trainings on Tuesday and Thursday, and then our games are on Sundays. So at the moment, it's not a full time full time thing, but everyone still enjoys it a lot. Because the ladies' football at the moment is really on the ascendancy isn't it yeah 100 percent. i mean the crowds are getting bigger the undoubtedly the skill level has improved beyond belief and people people are getting behind it now forest are at the second tier of all this third tier the third tier yeah. so you've got a bit of work to do haven't you yeah we're pushing really hard for promotion though hopefully uh, we can get that this year or next year for the listeners at home, you can work out which is the Canadian and which is the one from South. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk to um, Asia now. And a- a- Asia? Asia, yeah. Asia, yeah. I'll get it right by 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> how does a girl from Canada end up playing for Forest? Uh, That's a, a long bit, story. Bit of a long one. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, well, I'm no, I started, started in Canada when I was about four. Um, went through the youth system and then... I did some academies back home. I used to play for the Whitecaps Academy. Um, that was our WSL team before, or not WSL, MLS. Sorry, I've been away that long. Uh, that was our MLS team before they folded. But uh, I went through the academy there, and um, yeah, I got a scholarship to Arkansas State in the US for they were in the NCAA. And then after I finished that, I just worked for two years and uh, played. I met her part-time, and I moved here for a Masters, and then I ended up playing for Forest through that. Philippa got her question right, Southwell or Southwell? Football or soccer? I say both. When I'm at home, I say soccer. When I'm here, I say football. Yeah, that's cool. That's okay. Yeah. We'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you that. What, um, 
I, I mean, football in this country always has been the number one sport. Now, most ladies don't tell you the truth about their age, and Asia's trying to explain to me that she's ten years older than what she is. So, um, football in Canada don't really go, don't seem to go hand in hand for the layman like me. So, we're, we're how difficult was it to find a football um, or well, soccer team, as it would have been over there? To be fair, at youth level, it's pretty big. So, um, like, I've known that a lot of players here will come and play for boys' teams when they're younger, um, whereas at home they have girls' teams from really, really young. And it's really popular for grassroots. Um, we don't... I'm from BC, so on the West Coast, so where I am, there's no professional women's teams. So if you want to play professional, I think they might have some in Ontario, or you have to go over the border to these states to play um so yeah the highest you can play is kind of just amateur there's no paid football um so you kind of have to leave if you want to be found they're working on it a lot but i know back in the day to get to the national team there really was only one pathway um and i think they're trying to make it more like here now where there's different pathways to get in in again back in the uk ladies sport particularly what we would call the three flagship sports football rugby and cricket in the last 10 years the ladies have, have rivaled the men quite frankly what is ladies sport like in canada uh well the women's football team does a lot better than the men i don't think they've been to a world cup in i don't actually know how long um for most of the men back home like american football and hockey those are obviously the big ones um but football is picking up and i think it's a lot more popular nowadays that it's getting bigger in the women's game so and again because I'm, I'm intrigued to find out about another country what what's the coaching like for the youngsters over there because i it's, it's one of my biggest grumbles that coaching in football for a youngster and philippa can probably correct me because i mean well she probably will correct me because south city is a bril absolutely brilliant club and they do it how it should be done but some clubs in the past at football at a very young age it's played to win yeah and it shouldn't be played to win it should be played to improve yourselves at a young yeah, age um what's it like over in canada um it's kind of hit and miss i feel like a lot of times when you're really young it's the parents that coach so my dad was my team's coach till i was probably 14 or 15 um and then you can go through the academies after that if you want but it's not really the same setup here so your your parents can coach you like your whole youth um if they're involved but um yeah it's more it's for development but people do want to win sometimes people are more intense than others but uh it's about development mostly i, I assume back in your younger days down at uh Bishop's Drive and all around where you played at Southall, it, it, it was about making you a better footballer. Yeah, 100%. It was a very fair um, sort of path. Everyone just wanted to enjoy themselves and, and develop, really. Um, we had same, well, we had great coaches. I mean, personally, goalkeeper coach wise, I had uh, one of the dads sort of did a little bit with me every session. Um, but like I say, it was just about enjoying it and developing as best we could. And that's a, and that that that's got to be the way forward, isn't it? When you're a youngster, you got you've got to enjoy it, or she won't want to carry on doing it. Yeah, you have to stick at it, and mm. enjoyment's the main way to do that. Right, we're going to nip off to the phones because we're going to find out um, what Notfast got up to in a very muddy and windy weekend, and then 
massive intriguing conversations with these two i'm really enjoying this one tonight Okay, let's find out what, um, what NotFast got up to over the weekend, or more to the point, what NotFast got up to on Saturday, because like everybody else, I think on Sunday, it wasn't fit to be out. Dave, what you got to tell us? Good evening, Mick. Uh, yeah, so pretty much a summary of a one-day uh, racing weekend, um, just simply down to the, the weather on Sunday. Uh, I'll start off with apartments. On Saturday morning, we had 48 club members over 10 different apartments. Quite a lot of personal bests as well. Uh, Leanne Lawson... David Baker, Debbie Harding, Nettie Stevens, Alan Davison, Josh Wood, Tony Katsouris, and Stevie Katsouris. So quite a lot of personal bests. I think it was a nice, lovely sunshine on Saturday morning. Um, last week, a little bit further afield, Cathy and Ernie Clark, they took part in the Sunset Series Melbourne Zoo 8K. That's in Australia. They're doing a little little tour at the minute. They completed in 3204. Um we had 17 members uh, taking part in the Raw Speed Ripper, um, a nine-ish mile multi-terrain event. Uh, we had 17 members take part. It was a good mix of runners and walkers. I'm not going to go through all 17 members, but our website will be updated with all the results. Um, and we were due to have the uh, fourth cross-country run on Sunday, but the wise choice has decided not to run it um just simply down to the the the, the weather um it wouldn't have been a very fun cross country i must say you're right we're intrigued i was intrigued on listening to you tony was intrigued on on, on watching the cricket now oh, was he was he really yeah i know i i i support not fast he supports the cricket team that's how he is you know Enemy. You, enemy. you put a black mark against him the rest of the town have so you can put a black mark <laughs> against him I, I mean you know in all honesty they caught they called off the um was it the east midlands at long i mean it it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't fit for anybody to be outside was it and it, quite frankly it was dangerous well yeah and and that's the case normally you know runners are pretty hardy people they'll run in most yeah. weathers I know I'll run in pretty much whatever the weather, but when there's, and you know, without exaggerating, when there's a danger to life, it's it's not worth the risk. Plus, the insurance probably won't cover it. So, uh, you know, just from a <laughs> from a from a health and safety perspective, it's um, it, the wise decision was made made to um, cancel it. And I think we've got another storm coming this week. It's coming well, weekend, so. yeah. So um, we'll uh, we'll see what the results are. T- talking of storms, the one that's due to arrive back from Australia very soon uh, is is coming into the studio. Uh, in, really? in fact, both of them are having a trip into the studio. We're having a not fast evening with with um, Ernie and uh, Catherine, and they're going to tell us about their trip to Australia and New Zealand Lovely. because they've been part running and 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 Tony be really impressed. They've been to the cricket as well, the Big Bash um, final. So they um, they've, they've been doing all sorts, and I know where, when Ernie's back and Ernie and Kathy are back, because obviously they're part of the Newark Half Marathon Committee as well, which, you know, we've opened up the registrations now for the Newark Half Marathon. Um, and we've got um, Philippa's um, coming in, Philippa Clark and Peter Davis are due to come in, I think, in about two or three weeks' time to talk Half Marathon. That's correct. Lovely. See, we've got it covered from all angles for you. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much. Lovely pleasure. We'll see what you see. We'll see if you can beat the weather this weekend. We'll try. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye bye. So, just let's just finish off the history of um, our two goalkeepers. And um, Ajar, how did you find Forest? 
Or how did they find you? Um, well, I was playing at the uni at the time. I go to Trent, you know, uh, Nottingham Trent. Um, and my teammates, a striker, they needed a striker, so they asked her for a tryout. And then I could kind of just went with her and tried out that day also. <laughs> they said, okay, come back. So rest is history. So you get a striker, you get a goalkeeper. Did, yeah. did, did, and did your teammate stay as well then? Yeah, she did. She ended up having to go back to the States. She's American. So she did one season and then went back. Oh, but they got, but they got you in goal. Um, I hate to say it, but who's first choice? Asia. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I've got to ask the question, haven't I? <laughs> but you're obviously friends. Yeah. You're obviously work, work together and and, and and train together. And okay, there is a rivalry there, but well, we've got a good goalkeeper union. I feel like everyone in it's pretty tight. It's like uh, me, Pip, and Amy. Amy's the goalkeeper coach. Uh, it's just we're all really close. Sessions are really good we push each other and um when the other one's playing we cheer them on and we have their backs but that means you get the county club um, the county cup glory yeah we've got a game the county cup this weekend uh, against ollerton so it's the semi-final on sunday which we're looking forward to looking for so, another clean sheet in that so yeah. what was you in the side then that, that scraped past newark the other week <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we were... You we was were the one that was born at that day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was football against people that enjoyed playing football. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're going to sort it of was, it, was, I mean, it was a total mismatch, but there again, everybody has to start somewhere. And, yeah, definitely. Um, the good thing I like about N- Newark Town's football team is they're now getting numbers, they're now getting settled. So you look forward five years, and hopefully... They'll be supplying players to yeah. you. Yeah, they keep building. I mean, they will, everyone enjoyed the day. I think it was a good thing to be a part of. And um, even though the, the scoreline was a bit stretched, uh, like I say, everyone enjoyed it. And, and they played they played what they could with the football. I think it was good. I think it was... Uh, it, it was. It was, an, it, was an enjoy, it was an enjoyable day. It, um, it really was. What do you do for a living, then? I work as a cook. Um, I've worked in kitchens pretty much my whole life so i just do that on the side uh so i finished college last year i'm currently on a gap year just working working in a bar restaurant at the moment waitressing um just pretty much that that in football really sponsored by the banker dad for a year then <laughs> yeah that yeah he's nodding that, <laughs> where do you because i take it even though asia's first choice keeper both of you go to the matches yeah, so even even though I start on the bench, I've still travelled to the games because if anything happened in the game, you still have to have someone there on the as a sort of sub, just in case. So w- let's talk about Forest then now, because Tony loves conversations about Forest. Um, let's talk about Forest. You say they're in the third tier of football. Yeah. Ju- just tell us a bit about the pyramid of football. Um, so in England. the top two are obviously the like more they're the professional kind of leagues like the WSL and the Championship. Um, are so they play against each other in cup. Third tier is not too far off from them, I would say. Um, so a lot of teams in our league can you know we'll play them in FA Cup and a lot of them can compete against them. Um, but there's traffic in between the two, so there's some teams that go up and have played in it, and some that come down. I know a lot uh, this season we've got a lot of players that played in the championship last season and so do a bunch of other teams and um, players that play the WSL are now in the championship. So there's a lot of movement between the three levels, I think. So where are you in the league? 
we are in third, and Ooh. we're one point one point behind second, but with two games in hand. So promotion beckons to the big time. That's yeah, the goal of this season. That's what we're looking <laughs> at. And that's what you're going for, isn't that? that I mean, as a club. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done, historically in the last few seasons, we've not really done well. It's been a bit of a relegation battle, but uh, we've done a lot of changes in the club this year, and we're kind of making a big push for it. There you go, Tony. So both the men and the women are going to get promoted. Well, certainly the women sound like it, yeah. <coughs> but um, I think Charlton's got more chance of making the playoffs. But um, basically, w w where do you play your home games? Eastwood. Eastwood. All yeah. oh, right, on the uh, on the plastic. Yeah. yeah, on, on yeah. The plastic okay, then t tell me then, as, as goalkeepers, because and and, and again, I want to go back to Canada because this totally intrigues, intrigues me. Is it grass or plastic in Canada? Uh, there's a bit of both, but yeah. it's predominantly. 3G's, um, that's the more popular, especially at unis. So you've been used to it all your life. Yeah. You played all your football at Southall on, yes. on grass. So playing at Eastwood is, you're used to it now, but how, how difficult was it to get it out of your mindset about diving on there and, and, and getting, and, and getting burns? Because it's not as bad as it used to be, but it still does. Well, when I was uh, training at Southwell, quite a while ago now, we used to train at the at the Minster School on the on the sort of sandy ash, sandy astro turf. Oh, the old fashioned. So yeah, yeah we yeah. used to get some pretty oh, bad burns awful. on that. So yeah. it's a bit of a luxury to be honest to <laughs> to be playing at Eastwood now because it doesn't it doesn't really hurt anything near where what Southwell did back on that sandy astro. Is it is it in the back of your minds, either of you, that it is not grass? I mean, personally. I wear leggings to training. Pip doesn't, and that's kind of the ongoing joke in she's, training. She's brave. It'll be she, freezing. South and, will get yeah. see. Oh, yeah, she'll shorts. just get turf burns all <laughs> over her legs. You're used to the cold. <laughs> I know, I'm used to the cold, but I don't like the turf burns. Oh, no, right, <laughs> She's okay. tougher than me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it, it, it takes that, and it, it's here to stay, and it's going to get more and more. It's got to do, hasn't it? I mean, winter's like like this. You, I take it you probably aren't able to match it Eastwood postponed, have you? No, not yet. No, and everywhere Hopefully else is... Not light years behind okay that's um brilliant let's go i keep going back um to canada you said it, it's predominantly ice hockey which obviously yeah. you know we know um that everything else is a poor second um well no football's big like i said at grassroots level for girls and boys um and American football, rugby, there's there's kind of a bit of everything just because it's such a melting pot over there that you a lot of people do multiple sports or uh, baseball's big, also softball for women. Um, you kind of just do everything when you're younger and then whatever you like, you can stick to it and people go on and play it at uni. But yeah, there's not really, I wouldn't say there's one big standout thing. I think nationally for watching, it's ice hockey, but for playing, people play everything there. Oh, excellent. What, um, let's go back to, to Forest. We're flitting about a bit, but let's go back to forest do you have is it a a club where your section of that club is incorporated with the men's section or are you just playing nottingham forest name and you never see anybody connected with the club or is it an integrated system this season's uh we've we've done the one club approach so the men we've been um in with the men as much as possible sort of sharing you know even with social media trying to get the same sort of messages across with that uh supporting the men the men supporting us and it's been it's been really noticeable in, especially in comparison to last season it's been pushed a lot more and uh we've seen the support from the men's really really good it's really helped us especially with getting 
getting support down at our games and things like that with with money and stuff it's been it's been really good to get the support from the men and 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 that's how it should be isn't it really because you know you're all playing under that same same banner yeah so So when when i first started here it was forest ladies um so that was three almost four years ago and they were a completely different club it wasn't funded by the men so i think only recently they've kind of merged and started supporting the women's side yeah and that's that's the way that 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 that's got to be the way forward tony hasn't it it has i mean <clears throat> the um i i when i was working my way through journalism and sport i mean I, I just went along with the flow but now i've got a vested interest because now i've got a 15 month old granddaughter with thighs like Stuart Pearce and so I, I think she's going to be a footballer so I've, I've, I've now got a very keen interest so. when we say Stuart Pearce and Peter Shaw <laughs> have you got any idea who we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> not at all have you really no not at all you know yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say you, re- you really should but, know but, but this what, if I can ask what level do Aston Villa play at uh, they're in the championship, but they're looking to get promoted this season. All right. They're in first right now, undefeated. The reason I asked that is um, last month we went to uh, uh, Newark Flowserve, went to a club called uh, Boldmere St. Michael's uh, down in the, um, in, in, in the black country, and we're playing them on Saturday, but I noticed when I was there that Aston Villa actually used their ground. Yeah. And, 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 and again, that is um, sort of 3G surface. Yeah. But as a goalkeeper... Not so much the burns because, like, if you wear leggings, you know you're safe and stuff. Isn't it? Isn't the bounce a bit more variable on on, on, uh, on, on uh, what I used to call astroturf? Personally, I prefer it. I prefer kicking off of grass, and I think it's um, a lot softer to land on. But in terms of playing, I feel more comfortable playing on the three G. But that's just me personally because I've played it for my whole life. Do 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 you find the same thing? Yeah, I think sometimes if you get um, a grass pitch which isn't maintained fully like the say that say the city ground which is which is perfect um you can get quite a lot of bobbles and things like that so that can make it a bit more difficult to play on um in our in our league we travel to to grass pitches and we have to adapt to them when we go uh, we've had quite a few of them this season already so it just depends but personally i'm the same i prefer prefer the 3g now i'm sort of used to that All surface right. do you play any of your games on at the city ground uh, no, well, we haven't. We played last year. Have you played at the City Ground? Uh, no, last year the club played, played against oh, well, um, Jamaica, the international team. Yeah. Uh, we managed to get four thousand fans down to that one. Um, so that was a really good, good game for us. Um, but still, as of yet, we're just at Eastwood. Yeah. Where do you want this journey to to take you? And Amazia, Amazia, you're a little bit older than a little bit than <laughs> ten uh, years. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you see your the rest of your football career going? I mean, as a goalkeeper, you've still got light years in front. Yeah, of you. luckily we can play till we're a bit older, I guess. Mm. Um, I just far as far as we can go. To be honest, uh, I came to the country with the plans of staying for a year, and it's been almost four years now, and I haven't left yet. So, I guess I'll stay as long as the football's going upwards. And if you get promotion, then all for it and go again. Yeah. Your job, Philippa, of course, is to dislodge this one, isn't it? <laughs> so, you know, as, as much as you're sort of smiling at each other and being nice to each other, your sporting goal in life is to get her shirt. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, playing with sort of 
not older players that might come across it. Oh, you see, you see, it's already started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're already pulling them apart. <laughs> uh, with with the squad that I'm, I'm obviously in at the moment, I've been playing in and around sort of older players since I was 16, and I think it's really good for my development, especially with with playing alongside Asia. I've learnt so much in the past couple of years, and uh, hopefully, it'll keep pushing me to develop. It's funny, isn't it? Because you learn how to be a better goalkeeper from her. Yeah, 100 But one day, you're going to take over <laughs> from her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny old life, isn't it? It really is. Um, what's your mates think to her? And, okay, now an 18-year-old, but you've always played football. Do they, and in goal, have they always thought, mm, yeah, she's not quite, but, you know, she's a nice enough girl, but why she plays football, I don't know. <laughs> well... When I was growing up at Southwell, my mates were... It was quite a small um, small primary school, and we all sort of played... The majority of us sort of played football. Um, quite a few of them haven't really stuck with it, so now it's sort of... Um, they still love that I play. I mean, they've not really ever thought it was like, weird or anything. Um, they just think it's cool. It's cool. Tony, just bring that mic right round here, can you? Because even though he was told he couldn't talk, he's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls in the studio without speaking. Um, Dad's here, of course, and um, that's uh, Philippa's dad that's um, in the studio. And um, he was telling me off air that uh, you go everywhere watching. How, how proud are you to have a daughter playing in the colours of Forest? Well, extremely. Do you support Forest? Absolutely. Good 100%. <laughs> um, yes, it's... Uh, I'm very, very proud Dad. And uh, I like to travel around the, the country with them. Um, it's it's given me, obviously, quite a... I'm a lot older, and it's given me, uh, uh, let's put it, a new lease of life. And, some, uh, and I'm just amazed at the standard that these uh, young girls are at. I was going to say, how, have, have you seen since... She started playing in goal at tender age of six at, at Southall. There's been light years of improvement. Have have you seen our ladies' footballs come on so much in that time? Oh, absolutely! Um, right at the beginning, um, yes, the, the local teams played, but and I always said one day, can you imagine me picked to play for Forest, and that was. Well, there's no chance, absolutely no chance. But uh, I think it was a game down at um, in in Nottingham, and it was a cup final. And uh, Philippa was in the goals, and uh, it got to uh, an even draw at the end of the game. Extra time, even draw at the end of the game. So now we went on to penalties, and uh, she saved three penalties. So does Dad watch? Does he turn his back? Does he not know what to do next? No, I, I'm what I watch you, because you watch. I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't blame you, but sometimes it, it, it is difficult. It is. Yes. Of obviously a very, very proud dad and, and so you should be, but um I take it the coal miles quite um, quite go up a lot then. Sorry Tra the and the coal miles are travelling. Uh, you're travelling an awful lot around uh, <laughs> the country. Yes, I'm just about to change my car and I've had my car it's your since, fault. since since new. <laughs> 
and I've done 190,000 miles in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, but the second half of that sentence is you want to change it for the world. Not at all. Is that because Philippa was map reading? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just trying to find Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to nip off back to the telephones, then we're going to come back to our wonderful studio guests who are going to tell us what's in store in the next few weeks for them. Radio okay, as you know, throughout the year we're following the fortunes of four youngsters who we think are going to be the stars of the future. Josh Burkett plays his football for Boston United and is currently over there in Arizona with their under-19s. Rihanna Nolan Davis is a cricketer with the Nottingham County, County Cricket Club and she's deep in uh, nets at the moment. Sam Hardy is busy, spar- is busy sparring and our athlete Zoe Smith is busy training in Grantham. Well, actually, she's not because she's come out of the training so she can talk to us. Zoe, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. We won't keep you from training for too long else I shall be getting into trouble, but... Uh, You've been to the Midlands Championships and you've got another event coming up later on in February, which is the English Indoor National Championships. So I thought you can tell me about, first of all, the Midlands Championships. Yeah, so I did the Midlands Championships last week and I did my first race and I got a PB of 9.94. And then I got into the finals uh, and I didn't run my best in the finals but i still got fifth with a time of 10.06 please with it you said you didn't run your best for any reasons why was it just sort of one of those days or are you still really getting the speed and the fitness built up i think it was just because it was a long wait from the first race second race and then I was all, like, stiff, and then I tried warming up, and I was just a bit stiff. So I suppose that's a a learn as you go along on that one, because you have got to learn, because you have got a massive, massive event coming up, uh, not this weekend, but but the following weekend, the English Indoor National Championships. Yeah. Nervous? Uh, very, yeah. <laughs> you, you do sound... Now, you shouldn't be nervous because you're abs- you are good enough and we all know that you're good enough. Is this the first time you've been to the English, then? Yeah, it is. And then you've got some fools on a radio station wanting to talk about it all the time as as, as, as well. Is it the, the 60 metre hurdles then you're doing at the Championships? Yes, I've only qualified for the 60 metre hurdles. And uh, you know that I have to ask Dad this, but where are they being held? Uh, at Sheffield. And that's a track that you know very well. Yeah, I like Sheffield. Right, so there you go then. No no need to be nervous whatsoever. Yeah. Yes, she says, full of confidence. Zoe, look, enjoy them. The main thing is to go and enjoy your day. And um, when it's all over, we'll talk to you again and you can tell us just how you got on. We wish you the very best of luck. Thank you. Thanks, Zoe. Talk to you soon again. Okay, thank bye you. Bye bye. Bye. I mean, Zoe is is young, and um, she's got potentially a fantastic athletic career in front of her. But you could tell from that telephone call, she was slightly nervous about a massive event, which is the England national show. And, and you know, yes, she should be nervous. Even you two get nervous. 
I get nervous all the time. Um, but I think it usually when it, you channel it to be positive, it can help a lot. And even like every single game I play, I get nervous all the time. I bet Dad gets nervous. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a good thing as long as you channel, channel it to be positive and help your performance. The more experienced you get then, do you still get nervous or do you just uh, take it as it comes? I do, but I think it's a different kind. I don't think I get it in the jittery way as much as I used to, but I still get butterflies before a game and I just take it as adrenaline and kind of go for a walk and sort it out and then put it into the warm-up. Hopefully it goes away. <laughs> is, it, is it worse for a keeper when you're sort of five minutes into a match and the ball's been nowhere near you? Or do you want that ball to come, you know, just so you can... No, I think um, you just the, the biggest thing is if it's not coming near you, you have to stay engaged in the game. So just stay focused and make sure you're not kind of just wandering your eyes off because if you don't see the ball for half an hour, then it comes at you. You have to be ready to switch on right away. And was that difficult? I'm, 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 let's talk about the Newark match because that, that wouldn't be the only team that you've done that to. It, it, is it difficult for you in games like that? I think... <laughs> <laughs> to actually, to actually remain switched on. Like, that's Tony's phone going off. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it can be, but for me, you you just have to keep reminding yourself to stay focused. And even, like I say, even in games like that, when it is predominantly up the field, um, it can come back. Even it, a few passbacks I had, which were pressured by the by uh, Newark, you do have to get rid of quickly, and you do have to think about it. You do have to be switched on. Um, but for me, when you're in a game, you're in a game, and I don't usually switch out of it. So it's um, a cup semi-final this weekend against Allerton. Obviously, you're massive favourites to win it. Yes, yeah. Um, any ideas who you'll be playing in the final? Um, there's a possibility. I think that it could be the reserve team at Forest. Um, <laughs> so could yeah, or or Allerton if it's if it's them. But um, it would be a would be an interesting one, I guess, with it being County Cup. That is a huge possibility. Um, that we could be playing the reserves and it'd be a good one to to get down and watch. Now, if it's Forest against Forest reserves, we've got to play it on City Ground. Come on, <laughs> Come on get, get it hope. sorted. Get get it sorted for them. So it's Forest against Forest reserves. Would would you be playing against each other then? Would you? Would no, you, we're both would, first team. You won't be able to sneak into the reserves. That no, there's then. a separate there's a separate oh. reserves goalkeeper for that job. That's, all, that's awful. <laughs> um, so you've got a Sunday off then. You're, you're playing Saturn, Saturn Fiddle to Philippa this Sunday then, are you? That'll be biggest support system there is. Good, good stuff. And next league match? Uh, it'll be filed away the following week. Or fi- filed at home, sorry. And any idea where that is? Eastwood. Oh, OK. When do you go to filed? Do you know where you go? Oh, the away one is. It's, um, they just told us... They've been moving the fixtures around a lot. Um, I think it's in... March, but don't quote me on that. Okay, March fifteenth, yeah, March fifteenth, I think. We'll keep an eye open. Talking of football as well, and talking about Newark Town, um, we did mention er- er- earlier on tonight that they are playing Kimberley in the Notts Senior Cup um, with a quarter-final tie against Notts County. The carrot and the score after two minutes is Newark Town one, Kimberley Miners Welfare nil. I'd got faith in Newark Town, even if somebody else in the studio hadn't. Lewis Chambers, after two minutes for Newark Town. Now, come on, all you've got to do now is keep that clean sheet. Let's hope their goalkeeper isn't as good as these two these two goalkeepers. Let's, um, let's go back to Canada. How often do you get back? 
You say uh, you've been over here for four years, so do you, do you, do you get only, back to... Have, have you got family still in Canada? Yeah, my all my family's in Canada. Right. I've got family in Scotland too, but um, I've only been home twice. Oh, well, you see... Scotland's not a sporting nation, so we don't tend to bring Scotland <laughs> in. They're they not, would think otherwise. They're not very good at sport. <laughs> yeah, you're right, then. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been back my first year here. I didn't go home. I went to Scotland for Christmas, and then last year and the year before, I went back for Christmas, but not this current one that just passed. Mm, whereabouts in Scotland, are we? Glasgow. Glasgow. So what, what, what do you think of Scotland? Oh, I loved it. I had never went there before I moved here, but they'd visited when I was younger. Um, it's my mom's side. Most of them live there. But yeah, it's beautiful. I really liked it. Do you, do you miss home? I mean, is, 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 well, this is home, right? But yeah, is, no. is it the goal to go back to Canada and the family? Uh, my stage? whole thing is the football opportunities are better here for me, and I can always go back to Canada. It's not going anywhere, so I'll probably always end up there at some point. But I don't know when right now. I think a girly holiday to Canada for both of you this <laughs> summer. How do you fancy that? That'd be great. I think it's off season in Canada this year for me. My first summer back since I left. All right. Whereabouts again do they do the family live? Uh, Vancouver. Van- Vancouver. Yeah. Lovely. Right. Well, that's fantastic. Tony, Tony just just grab that. Um, I'll 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 give I'll give lady footballers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> years and years and years ago, um, Lincoln City ladies moved to play at Collingham and uh, obviously I went along for the first game to Station Road and uh, I thought yeah it's, it's only girls football it's just pr- pr- probably be, you know sort of easy, easy going afternoon and they were doing the warm up on the pitch and this girl with a long blonde ponytail lamped the ball top bins from 35 yards I thought hang on a minute this might be alright and ever since then I've, I've sort of lost that sort of chauvinistic attitude towards ladies football and I'm really sort of you know thought yeah and as I say since the arrival of uh, the granddaughter it's, it's it's just sort of taking the interest a step further but I mean in in cricket the women at times far outshine the men and you know I mean it's I watched uh, a lot of Nottinghamshire ladies football uh, and a lot, not a lot of Nottinghamshire ladies cricket when they played their cricket at Elm Avenue and it is just outstanding. I mean, the ball goes into the field, it's banged straight across the wickets into the, into the keeper's gloves. And, you know, it's far better than any men's football at any level that you would you would normally watch. And there's absolutely no reason why they can't go all the way with football because not so much in the olden days when football used to be a contact sport, but these days, you know, why not? But now, now football is not a contact sport. Hmm. There's no reason why... The ladies' game cannot be as skillful as a man. Is is there a reason? I mean, obviously, physicality has got got to come into it. Yeah. Uh, and and if, if 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 the elite men, shall we say, are well, they've got everything going in their favour, having the training regimes, what they eat, and ev- ev- everything. But you're not that far behind when it comes to normal human being football yeah i mean there i think the big goal is to start going full-time because a lot of the men have the luxury of being able to train full-time and only kind of the top flight gets to do that in the women's game and i think that makes a big difference um just putting the time in but i think in terms of physicality the women's games are just as physical and they tend to stay on their feet more than the men do half the time (laughs) (laughs) if forests get promotion do you go full-time um the championship is still half and half but 
I know for some clubs, uh, for example, Aston Villa, they have a few full-time players on the squad, but the team is predominantly part-time still. So I think the top flight is the only one where everyone has to be on a salary, everyone has to be full-time. Uh, but they're working towards making both full-time. So you, you said there they stay on the feet. <laughs> uh, um, do they play the game how it should be played? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In other words, don't look to cheat to get yeah. your fellow players sent off and all silly things like like I feel that. like the only people diving should be the goalkeepers personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you go and watch New at Town, that's it. There is banter on the pitch. There's no doubt there's banter, especially when Eden's out there. There's absolutely <laughs> no doubt there's banter on the pitch, but they give it everything and they're not trying to cheat the way to a victory, which cannot be said professional football or amateur football at times, as you, if I let you go on about it, you will do for the rest of the night. We can't mention either St. No, John's you can't mention either St. John's. Not <laughs> not at all. You you can't. You put me completely off, off your house. <laughs> you've got, when you finish your year-long holiday, um, you've got to a decision, well, you've got numerous decisions to make, but obviously you're going to go out, you've got to get a job. But if football came along and Forrest got promotion and they decided they was going full-time, is that a goal that you want to... Is that, you know, you would say, yes, thank you. Yeah, 100%. If that was a if that was an opportunity there for me, then I would 100% work work as much as I could for that. And um, that would be an amazing, amazing career to have. It's a dream, really. Um, depending on, obviously, what happens with Forrest. If that was an opportunity, like I say, I would do that. But if not, I would have to look again into full-time... Um, full-time work on the side but i'd still 100 percent carry on playing football regardless so when you when when do you go away is it on on the coach or is it dad's car uh we well when i was playing for the reserves it was a sort of dad's car because yeah. i still haven't learned to drive but uh we do have a coach we get picked up from the city ground and and we go off to the away games on that uh on the coach which is amazing you know the bus the bus the banter's great on the bus especially after a win uh, we always have a great day out uh, even the even on the long journeys, you know, we played Burnley, which was quite a long one, um, but we always have a great day, great day on away days. <laughs> That's what it's all about, isn't it, ladies? Thank you so much for coming in. I know it was a bit of a hard work getting here with the traffic and everything, but we do appreciate you coming over from Not- from Nottingham, Asia. Lovely to meet you, our first ever Canadian guest. Thanks for having Lo- me. Lovely to meet you, and uh, a Southall superstar. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Um, thank you so much for both coming in tomorrow night um we are still on football because it's the thirsty football show when we um discuss analyze bicker <laughs> um banter sarcasm especially bicker um they're all the words that you could use as we look at the grassroots game both near and far or we have a league look and dave's looking at the welsh alliance <laughs> that should be fun um day on the beach tomorrow night um (laughs) town talk the weekly flow serve all things like that coming up next um our genial geordie the newcastle united supporters club the one and only sir douglas